0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. As I mentioned earlier, the IMF's warning New Zealand is likely to be hard hit in a global economic downturn. Its 2023 outlook forecasts New Zealand will have one of the lowest GDP growth rates and one of the highest inflation rates in the Asia-Pacific region in the coming years. In their projections for GDP, New Zealand's current account balance is reported as 8.6% of GDP, worse than Greece at negative 8. That means we're not paying our way. To discuss, I'm joined by Robert McCulloch, the Matthew S. Abel Professor of Macroeconomics at the University of Auckland. Good morning to you, Professor.
1: Morena, no. good morning.
0: Morena. Good morning. So many times we hear Grant Robertson saying our books are among the world's best with debt levels well below those of our peers. We are among small number of countries with some of the best credit ratings in the world. We've got every reason to be optimistic. Who's right? The IMF or the Minister of Finance?
1: Well, he would say that, wouldn't yeah. he, because uh, it's, it's an election year and he wants to put a positive spin uh, on, on the numbers. So he's trying to shape... A narrative, as they call it these Mm -hmm. days, that uh, the country's doing well. Uh, My opinion uh, after reading that IMF report is that the story, the narrative, if you like, of Mm -hmm. what's happened here the last three or four years is one of incredible opportunity lost. And my suspicion is uh, Grant Robertson knows that in his heart because if you look at how we were doing in 2020 in that IMF report. We uh, were one of the best performing countries in terms of GDP growth in in the world. We had only a very small downturn during 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, GDP only fell around 1%. It fell by over 10% in the United Kingdom. So right around the world, there were these uh, calamitous collapses of of economies. And we did did comparatively extraordinary well because Mm -hmm. of the success battling COVID. And the IMF put us near, near the top of all advanced countries. Now, a short three years later, we've gone to the bottom half of advanced countries in the world in terms of GDP, the worst uh, current account deficit of all of them. So it seems to me that the incredible advantage, that the opportunity we had to build an enduring uh, economic prosperity for the nation was thrown away. And it was thrown away by the Minister of Finance of the Reserve Bank.
0: What mistakes can you pinpoint?
1: The pinpointing was that we were in a unique and exceptional position, yeah. and we needed to take advantage of that. And what they did, the pinpointing of the error was they copied the policies from other countries that were in much worse state than us. Right. So if you take the United Kingdom, they had a Great Depression downturn in GDP of over 10%. So they printed money, and a lot of folks advocated that sort of policy if you were in a Great Depression. Um, you had to yep. have an extremely loose monetary policy, and the government also had to spend and borrow like crazy. So they did those kinds of things because they were in a terrible state. But our COVID success in 2020 meant we weren't in a terrible state. And so the pinpointing of the error was there was no need to spend and borrow and there was no need to print money on the same, if not larger, scale than many countries that were in a terrible state did. So they copied policies from other countries and they copied the errors of other countries. Mm -hmm. And now their defences, well, we did that and they're in a terrible state. Mm. Well, you know, of course, you know, yes, we're in a similar state to them because we copied their mistakes.
0: Yeah, and we had time too, didn't we, to look at what was happening and, and, and come to a considered response as opposed to a knee-jerk response.
1: Yes, yes, we did a knee-jerk r- response, yeah. exactly. We we suddenly copied, we thought, gosh, the Americans, the Europeans are printing money, we've got to print money too. That's. Uh, I used to work at the Reserve Bank, I mean, that's what they did, because they've gone more from designing what was best for this country. Remember, we were the country that pioneered inflation targeting. Yeah. The whole world looked to us, not because we copied the rest of the world, we designed a monetary policy framework that was the envy of the world, it was done by Kiwis, and, and many people subsequently copied it. In the space of the past couple of decades, we've gone from a follower from it being a leader to a follower. Now, I think because of lack of competence. Many of the folks, these institutions are just literally photocopying what other countries are doing Mm. and wheeling it out, those sort of policies out here.
0: Some people will say, oh, it's all very well with the benefit of hindsight to say this is what should have happened. But I do recall at the time um, that the Reserve Bank was going on its, its money pumping policy that people were saying, it's going to have to be paid back we're going to have to pay the piper at some point you know if for every dollar that's going out it's got to be paid for
1: yes i think i think there's a historical sort of revision of of the reserve bank that that it's with uh with hindsight uh certainly uh it it wasn't hindsight from my point of view because i wrote articles about it yeah. um and I commented on it in the media at the time and uh, did a report on it. And, uh, I, you know, it's been there's been a hundred year tradition in economics of being extremely wary of the dangers of printing money. So I I don't think I think that's a weak excuse that it was just uh, with hindsight. We knew at the time that our country was the envy of the world in uh, you know after 2020 and early 2021, uh, and Labour won a big election victory on it, saying we've beat COVID. The rest of the world is mired in a terrible state. So they knew full well that we were in an exceptional position uh, at that time. Uh, But they never took advantage of it. And there's proof uh, that we didn't take advantage of it. Uh, We're now doing worse than uh, the average. Uh, Whereas back then, we were top. So they can argue whether it's hindsight or not, but the proof is in the pudding that we were in an amazing position. And I think we snatched defeat out of the jaws of victory.
0: How can can Grant Robertson stick to that optimistic narrative that he's done... very, very well. Can't he just say, look, we've cocked things up with the, money, with the money printing, and now we're going to have to really pay the piper?
1: Well, he the, the problem for him, him is that, although the Reserve Bank is sort of meant to be independent, he renewed Adrian Orr's contract. That mm. tied him, in many ways, to approval of mm. RBNZ policy. So he's completely condoned what the, what the bank did. Uh, because he renewed the contract. He he had an opportunity to distance himself from it, but now he's really part and parcel of the money printing programme.
0: And, I mean, you know, it's not just the IMF. We've seen the New Zealand Passport drop out of the power rankings out of the top 10, and, I, you know, that's always you know a good little headliner. But one of the reasons why is the incredibly high cost of living uh, the general assessment of the country's economy, based on personal income, business opportunities, uh, and the investment opportunities within New Zealand, or lack thereof.
1: Yes, I mean that's right. I mean, many people maybe want to look to the future, not to the past. But you, you do need to understand the past to, yeah. to see see where we are, and of course with international investors and now you know we're desperately trying to source nurses and doctors from abroad and we're finding that very tough well again In 2021, we were, you know, the world all wanted to emigrate here. Mm. Um, You know, it was an extremely desirable place to be. We knew that. We were the toast of the world. And I think that's to pinpoint an example of a failure. We never took advantage of that. We just, you know, we we went on longer than many other countries with the closed border policy. And now by the time we gradually, uh, grudgingly opened up, the whole world now is competing for that talent. And yeah. the Australians are outbidding us, and many countries now. There's a shortage of nurses and doctors in the NHS in the United Kingdom, so we will have to outbid the United Kingdom people and Australia. And so, that, I think that's another example that we never leveraged the incredible position we were in, that we were also proud of. We all wanted the country to do well and be proud of it, but somehow we we threw a advantage.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your insights. I value them. Professor Robert McCulloch, who is the Matthew S. Abel Professor of Macroeconomics at Auckland University, University of Auckland.
1: For more from Newstalk
0: ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.